Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Matter of the Heart podcast, where we bring you heartfelt, educational, and positive stories, all to elevate your spirit. I'm your host, Carol Olivia, and always thank you so much for being there. The topic for the show is natural remedies. Natural remedies to enhance your immunity for the coronavirus, natural remedies. And the guest is Dr. Bonnie McLean. She was awarded the top international doctor of oriental medicine and acupuncture in 2019. Dr. McLean integrates in her oriental medicine and acupuncture practice, cupping, hypnosis, guided imagery, shamanic and energy healing. She is the author of Integrative Medicine, The Return of the Soul to Healthcare. Welcome to the show, Bonnie. Thank you, Carol. It's a pleasure to be here with you again. So, you know, we always hear uh, the coronavirus in the more traditional way as far as the uh, remedies. Uh, the natural approach, uh, Dr. McLean, um, I'm sure there are some basic supplements to take uh, during this time. Uh, how would you like to uh, give us some insight into that? I would like to kind of go over a larger picture and then get into the supplements. I don't want to get into too much detail with them because it kind of gets boring. Uh, but if somebody's interested in knowing more information, more specific information about them. I have a blog, several blogs on this subject on my webpage, and that is spiritgatemedicine.com. So that will make it, I think, easier for a lot of people. To me, viruses are actually a, a lifestyle disease. It's, it's like a, it's like seeds that go out into the wind and depending on what kind of terrain they land on, they can take hold or not. So if they, you know, get into land on some, you know, nice moist fertile soil, then they can take root. But if they land on something that is not as inviting, then they can't. And I see viruses that way. I see them as opportunistic, and so they may land on one person that is not going to be as inviting a host as someone else who might be as inviting. I also feel like even, say, we do get infected with the virus, our best bet is to have strong immune systems, because even if we're not able to prevent it, if we get it, we may be asymptomatic or just have mild symptoms, which you know sounds like it's the majority of the people that do get it. The ones that seem to be having the hardest time are those who are in that age group, where, which is mine, actually, which is why I'm so interested in this, um, but also for my patients. But... A lot of times our immunity isn't as strong 
over the age of 40 or 50 as it was in our younger years. And we have to work harder to keep our immunity up. But it's also affecting people that really have not taken much attention to their bodies. And so their, say their lifestyle, they've eaten a lot of junk food over the years. They uh, have pre-existing conditions such as diabetes or heart disease or lung problems. These are the people that seem to be affected the most. So our, it behooves us to keep our immune system strong. There, I, and I think that there's some stages to this whole disease. And so they're, depending on what stage we might be dealing with, we're going to be do, do, doing different kinds of things. So we have the first stage, which is the asymptomatic stage or the prevention, either one. Like we don't have it at all or we have it, we don't know we have it. And that's probably the stage most of us are in right now, then some people do start getting some mild symptoms. They might get, you know, a little bit of a runny nose or a sore throat or just feel kind of tired and achy. The symptoms might get stronger, which goes into the, mod the moderate symptom phase. And that's when people might start getting a dry cough, they get a fever, the, the sore throat, the nose might get runnier. Some people actually get some digestive symptoms where they get diarrhea. And probably back in the mild symptom stages when people, some people have lost their sense of smell and taste. So if we don't stop it, we don't take care of it, we move into more, more severe symptoms. And then we have to end up going to the hospital most of the time. Then there's a last stage, which is the recovery stage, once we've gotten through it, and we have to restore our health. Some people apparently have um, kind of, they've um, relapsed and they've gotten this again. So it doesn't, they're not sure if how, how immune we are, even if we develop antibodies afterwards. The way I see it, I look at, you know, since I'm into integrative medicine, and combining Chinese medicine or natural medicine with Western medicine in the most appropriate ways possible, I see the uh, prevention phase or the asymptomatic phase and the mild phase being more amenable to the natural approach. That's when we can build our immunity and hopefully prevent it or if we get it, it's not very strong. If someone moves into the moderate symptom phase, and certainly if they move into the severe symptom phase, but I would recommend calling your doctor before you get that, those severe symptoms. Because once you do, that's usually when people are hospitalized and you know, might end up having to be on oxygen and going on a ventilator. And then the last stage, so those would be the Western medicine, those two stages. And then the last stage in the recovery, I would go back to the natural phase. So let me talk a little bit about mm -hmm. the immunity, then building our immunity, especially yeah. in those early stages and also in recovery. So 
if you, I don't know, did you, did you have a high school class where you studied health and you studied all the basics? Yes. It's kind of boring. <laughs> you know, I always thought, well, this is common sense, although I don't know how much of it actually practiced, but I do remember them talking about good hygiene. Do you remember that? Washing your hands? Yes. <laughs> I liked the course, but go ahead. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, when, now that I look back, it really made a lot of sense. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And do you remember them talking about, like, if you cough, you bend your elbow, and you cough into your elbow so you're not putting it out? Yes, <laughs> yes. So, and also, uh, Dr. McLean, I mean, we're supposed to really always enhance our immune system, coronavirus or no coronavirus. Exactly. Um, you know, it's, it's, so this is simply, not simply, it's a reminder that we have an immune system. Instead, right. because of all the talk of the the drug coming out and the potential of the vaccine, uh, why not? Why can't we also talk about how we can enhance our immune system, but so we don't have to take any of this stuff? That's right. I totally agree with you, and I don't understand why that is not more mainstream. We, our culture, kind of, we're kind of like we fix symptoms. We just we're kind of conditioned that way, aren't we? Where we wait until something goes wrong and then we go to the doctor and get some kind of medication for it and that's it. Right. Yes. No, totally agree with that. Yeah. I hope, I hope that this, I think some good will come out of this thing that we're going mm -hmm. through. And I, one of the things I'm hoping is that all of us take more responsibility for our own health mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, and do practice the prevention. Right. Which is also interesting psychology because if we're told that there's going to be a, a drug or vaccine, we're not thinking of our body as much. We're taking no, something that, but we're not thinking how we can also improve our own body. That's right. And I do think that one reason that we're, we've been hit so hard is that we have sedentary lifestyles. Mm-hmm. We don't pay, you know, we eat a lot of fast foods. Mm. We're not really, you know, normally paying all that much attention to our nutrition as a whole. I mean, some of us, you know, there's a small percentage, but I would love to see all of us be able to do this. And then some of the other people that are having problems with it are people that are crowded together, you know, how they live and, Maybe they don't have the money to be able to eat good foods. Right. So right. It seems like those, mm -hmm. you know, those particular populations, like, and plus the older people too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, now you mentioned also because uh, we're you're talking about foods and fast foods and. Uh, Dr. Sheely talked about Roundup and and the uh, certainly and what do you think of the air? You know the the, the environment. What what's Right. How is the environment being depleted and how is that contributing to our immune system? Well, I think that we're all kind of under siege with our environment, frankly, and I totally agree with Dr. Shuey about Roundup. It is everywhere, whether we use it or not, in our own yards. It's gone into the water, it's in the rain. The, our neighbors might be using it on their lawn, so it blows over into our lawn and I, I just, I really feel like it's very, very toxic. More and more people are beginning to sue 
Monsanto because they or a loved one has uh, gotten cancer after being exposed to it. But even if we don't get that, I still think that our bodies are having to detoxify not only the Roundup, but our air. You know, our air is not as clean as it was 20, 30 years ago. And certainly our waters. Um, the, and the food, too. Our foods are not being grown in soils that are rich in the vitamins and the minerals anymore either like they would have been like 30 or 40 years ago. we do the factory farming and so they do use the roundup unless you get the um organic but they're and then we're also eating a lot of fruits that are gmos and we don't really those have never been tested we do not know how those are affecting our bodies but if they've been modified genetically, how does our body recognize that as a food and is, you know, our body's able to really, really utilize it? We don't know. So I try to stay away from uh, GMO foods as well. I think uh, the closer we can stay to the natural foods and the whole foods, the better off we are. And now I have to admit, I'm not a vegetarian. I do eat some meat. I don't eat a lot of it, I, and I eat fish and try to eat the grass-fed beef if, or meat if I have that, and the free-range chicken so that they're not pumped through pumped with uh, antibiotics because that's another problem we have is all the animals that have been given antibiotics all these years, those, I think, have created um, some of these bacteria, the that don't respond anymore to our antibiotics. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's a huge problem too. Um, and also we, we have, we tend to eat very high sugar foods and sugar has been shown to affect immunity. Our immunity mm -hmm. will drop. Two things that are, have a definite effect that we know of are sugar and stress. And both of those have been shown to affect our immunity. Uh, we need to stay hydrated. And there are a lot of different uh, theories about water. I've researched and continue to research some of those. I ended up getting some, some tablets, hydrogen tablets from Dr. McCullough that's supposed to increase the hydrogen in the water, which he thinks makes it a lot easier for our bodies to assimilate. There's also thoughts about water being more alkaline, but you know, none of this is, um, has been proven. It, it's just theories right now, but I do know that the American diet is an acidic diet, so it probably doesn't hurt us to drink maybe at least some alkaline water. Bottled water has gotten to be very popular over the years, but now it's falling more into disfavor, partly because of its effect on our environment, all this plastic. But we also don't know how much of that plastic and the toxins in the plastic are coming out into the water and what we're really drinking. So at least I would say have a water filter. Where I live, it's considered to have the dirtiest water in the state of Florida and some of the dirtiest air. And you would never know it by 
looking at you know our environment we look very very clean but and i wouldn't know it if i didn't read you know read up on some of these things um also let me think of what else oh, also with the dairy uh, again we have the problem with the antibiotics so we really have to pay attention to our food and go to go to our local markets where we get in the local food more as much as we can or at least to the health food stores i think it's false economy to not spend money on our food and i know they're more expensive in health food stores but in the long run, how much are we paying if we do get ill, you know? So also we want to look at our sleep. Sleep is so important for our immune systems and we need to be getting seven or eight hours of sleep or more if the body asks for it, if it feels like it. But I don't think we value sleep as much as we should in our culture. Again, we. I think that we live with our foot on the accelerator to a large extent. And again, too, that's maybe one of the gifts of this slowing down that all of us are having to do right now. I, I know I'm feeling a difference and not pushing quite so hard. And I am sleeping better. Recreation, I think, is incredibly important, too, whatever that may be. I like to walk out in the sunshine and and the fresh air and both of those are very good for our immune systems of course the sunshine is going to give us vitamin d and that's the best form of vitamin d we can take it by supplements but if we can get it by the sun and also i think emotionally just being part of a community really helps our immune systems it just and having a feeling of gratitude so and exercise if we're we can't go to the gym right now, but we can certainly get DVDs of different yoga classes and or Qigong or Tai Chi or even just regular exercises we can do in our own home. Uh, meditation uh, and we, meditation is not as hard as it sounds. It's not necessarily just sitting and getting a blank mind because I can't do that myself. But there's a very quick, like five minute meditation that we can do where we just, it's a candle meditation. We just light a candle in a dark room, stare at the flame for a couple minutes, and then close your eyes and you will see the after image of the flame. And then you focus on that until it melts, until it just disappears. And that's all you need to do. That little meditation in itself will still the mind move us out of that sympathetic mode that I think we're so used to that's become so natural for us. Uh, detoxification too, I think because of all the things that we're, you know, exposed to in the environment, um, even if, even if we don't do like, I mean, there are herbs you can get for liver cleanse and general blood cleanses and stuff. But if, even if we don't do that, uh, hot lemon water is very good. If you just put a half a lemon and some hot water and a little bit of honey. And like right now, I'm also adding 
apple cider vinegar, a little piece of garlic, a little piece of ginger, and sometimes a little piece of turmeric. And drinking that at least once a day, not only does that help detoxify our bodies and clean out our kidneys and liver, but it also has some things that will boost our immune system. And drinking uh, herb teas are very good, like green tea, the C-H-A-G-A is another one. It's a type of mushroom tea, chaga tea, or lemon, lemon and ginger tea, reishi mushroom tea. You can go go down, you know, go to your health food store and look through the, the shelves and just see what looks like it might be something you want to try. So you, you asked about the supplements. Of course, vitamin C, which I think we should be taking every day. And I'm actually also getting some vitamin C IVs. We have somebody in the area that will run the, the IVs with vitamin C. The other day I got one called an apple a day and it has about, I think, 6,000 milligrams of vitamin C in it and had some, um, oh gosh, different kind of um, trace minerals and B vitamins. I felt wonderful after I had that. So definitely the vitamin C. Some people are also talking about another form of vitamin C in quercetin. And then I'm all, I always take vitamin D3 and take that with K2. So, and they're also recommended vitamin A and omega-3. And then I also I'll, uh, regularly take vitamin B12 with folate. So, and melatonin at night. And that actually has an immune enhancing uh, action and it also will help us get a better night's sleep. Mm -hmm. I've heard some great stories about uh, melatonin, that it detoxifies the organs in the body. Um, uh, so I think that's a good, you know, I, and also I was going to ask you, what about selenium? Definitely. Selenium, yes. I, I have more on this list, but I didn't want to overload right. everybody. So yes, definitely selenium is very good for the immune system. And that's another one I am taking. Zinc actually is another one. and if I go out into public, I will use a zinc lozenge when I get back home. Mm -hmm. And what does that do, Bonnie? Supposedly, it helps strengthen our mucous membranes to fight off any kind of viruses that might have gotten into our nasal passages or our throats. Mm -hmm. And it also helps the immune system. All these will help the immune system. Mm -hmm. our, our gut is very important, too. If we have a you know, a lot of our immune system is created in our gut. So the probiotics and the colostrum are also really good to take for that. And, mm -hmm. and magnesium, that's another one. I've, I've been taking Epsom salts baths quite a bit to mm -hmm. absorb magnesium through my skin too. And that also helps us sleep. Mm -hmm. So uh, the virus itself, uh, Dr. McLean, is there any potential for this to mutate? Well, nobody really knows that for sure, but viruses do have a tendency to do that. Mm -hmm. And they're already talking about several different versions of this particular virus, so that leads me to think that it probably can, and that that's probably what it's doing. 
Mm-hmm. They're very smart. So what I'm, I'm getting, obviously, is that the immune system is like really our survival tools for this. Oh, yeah. I agree. I agree. Because some of these medications, too, right. uh, and, you know, I've heard good things about some of them. Some, some people have either take, used them or they've known somebody that has used them. Mm-hmm. Either as a prevention, if somebody tests positive or once they, you know, definitely have the symptoms. But there are also, you know, some side effects. For example, like, the um, the chloroquine. Right. My one of my sons was in the both of my sons were in the military, and they were stationed in different places, and they had to take uh, the chloroquine for uh, malaria in case they were exposed to malaria. Mm-hmm. He ended up with problems with his eyes hmm. and his retina. Uh, isn't normal and the military actually admitted that it was probably because a side effect of that particular injection that vaccine he had gotten and so he's on disability because of that so yeah and then I remember um, uh, Tom Hanks's wife Rita Wilson Wilson is that was that her name they they was tested positive when they were in Australia, and so they were both in the hospital for a while, and they both got that injection, and she felt like the side effects were pretty brutal, and she wasn't, she felt like it was helpful and helped pull her around, but she didn't like the side effects that she had at all. Mm-hmm. So what can you tell us? I know certain, the vaccine is not out. What is the, um, what insight can you tell us how a vaccine potentially potentially can work well hopefully it will build up our immune systems you know like we I don't ever take a flu vaccine so I can't really say how effective <laughs> I think those things are um, and I, I would rather build my body up naturally tell you the truth right definitely and from the outside but because of the publicity, I'm just curious what you think, you know? Well, this this is one vaccine, frankly, I may end up taking. <laughs> I, I haven't decided yet, but it is a thought for me, and I've never done one before. Um, if it can build up our immune systems to where we're not going to get it or we're not going to keep relapse, relapsing with it, you know, I'm open. I'm open to that. I don't know. what What's your thought for yourself on that? Gee whiz, I've heard too many different uh, theories <laughs> on it, so I really could, couldn't make a wise, um, you yeah. know, until it comes out. And I know uh, certainly somebody's going to make a lot of money from it as well. Well, so, you know um, that, yeah. Right. <laughs> so I don't, you know, I would have to investigate that much more so. I, I right, you know, I feel the natural approach, like you're talking, and and the many different areas that you're talking about is our best way um, to first to concentrate on it, really to concentrate on it, you know. Yes. I yeah, I agree. I just I don't like a lot of the additives they have in there, you know. 
I think they've got what Mercury and um, right. Yeah, just uh, I don't know. I, I mean, if I did, I used to have a doctor that she promoted flu vaccines, but somehow she was able to get one that did not have all those additives. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, and then one one of the uh, injections that I'm kind of interested in is an antiviral that has been shown to work when uh, when they had um, the the SARS. Mm-hmm. It's called remdesivir. Mm-hmm. So that one I, I'm actually more interested in than the chloroquine. Okay. They're, they're also looking into they call it convalescent plasma mm-hmm. where they give somebody plasma from somebody else that has already had the disease and that they have the, the antibodies that are supposed to be protecting them. But all of this is still in a very, very early stages, just like the vaccine. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, they say that a vaccine is not going to be ready for at least 12 months, maybe 18 months. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and if that is the case, and even more so, how to improve our immune system. Exactly. I mean, it makes total, it makes total sense, not only right. for this, but, you know, any kind of flu in the flu right. season. We had, I mean, SARS, but in MERS and all those. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, we learn more about our body. Like yes. you're giving us some, some information. And, and, you know, sometimes we just, we're alienated from our body. We walk outside, but we forget we have feet. We forget we have a heart unless we have a heart attack. Uh, you know, we, we get more wisdom with our body, how it operates. Isn't that the truth? Mm-hmm. I, we are, we're very head-centered culture, aren't we? It's almost like we're, our bodies are just designed to carry around this head. Yes, right, exactly. Forgetting about the heart. Exactly, exactly. I know when I when I used to travel down to South America and went to and like places like Bali and mm-hmm. you know with indigenous cultures they and especially in South America they talked about the head and the heart. They said they saw they they admired our culture having you know so much intellect, mm-hmm. but they they said that the they said that they saw the U.S. is being like the the country of the eagle, where it had sharp vision and it was very intelligent and it could see long distances and it was aggressive. They saw themselves more like the condor, which they saw that as the bird of the heart. Mm-hmm. And they and they and the condor is an environmentalist. Why it cleans up the environment? It's a gentle. It's more of a gentle bird. It's not aggressive. Mm-hmm. And they have this prophecy, actually, they were talking about that during this time, there's going to be a marriage of the condor and the eagle where mm-hmm. the, the, you know, where our country, where the Western culture was going to connect in a deeper way with the South American culture and that these birds would marry mm-hmm. and that we would be able to learn from each other and be able to balance ourselves out with a blend of both of them. Hmm. They call it the new Pachacuti is what they call it. (laughs) Very nice. Thank you. I think I've heard of that actually. Yeah. Well, we have learned so much from you, Dr. McLean. Thank Um, you. Really a lot. And um, is there any last words of wisdom that you would like to tell the listeners about uh, protection? 
Uh, let's see. Again, just focusing, make, making it a priority for us to pay attention to our thoughts. And having a feeling of gratitude does help us open our heart. And I think it really does strengthen the immune system. And community, again, I just feel like this is another opportunity we have mm -hmm. with this whole experience to be part of not just a, a community in our own where we live, but a national and international community of a global community of where we all have developed a lot more compassion for one another because we're all going through this. Mm -hmm. So I, I just believe that there are a lot of gifts that can come out of this. Mm -hmm. That's a great way to look at it. Thank you so much. No, that's Thank great. You. Thank you, Bonnie. Well, you've been listening to Dr. Bonnie McLean, natural remedies to enhance your immune system for the coronary virus. And we thank you, Bonnie, very, very much. Um, and I've been your host, Carol, and the, the podcast is The Matter of the Heart. Thanks so much, everybody. Mm -hmm.